For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Today we're going to start right off by looking at our verses and then we'll try to unpack what we're going to be reading here uh, this morning. So it's, it's Matthew chapter 15 and it's starting in verse 21. And so if you want to follow along, that'd be great. Matthew 15 and verse 21. Here we go. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Galilee, a Gentile, excuse me, a Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. For my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Basically, he ignored her. Then the disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she came and worshipped him and pleaded again, Lord, please help. Help me. Jesus responded, It isn't right to take food from children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, That is true, Lord. But even the dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath the master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, Your faith is great. Your, your, your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. <laughs> wow. What a, what a wild exchange we just read there. This Canaanite woman and Jesus. I remember looking at this passage um, when I was a youth pastor and I was trying to find something I was going to preach on and I remember reading it and thinking, ooh, I'm not going to pick that one. Uh, but here I am today uh, looking at this and, and, and this is a wild story. I mean, you have a Gentile woman shouting at Jesus and he ignores her. I mean, how is it okay that Jesus ignores her? What is okay about that? I mean, isn't he the one that teaches us to love our enemies? I mean, love our neighbors. And he gives the illustration of the Samaritan woman, or the Samaritan man, sorry, the Samaritan man who, who, who cares for this guy, who is, who is a Jew, who is basically an enemy, and Jesus says, hey, love your enemy. I mean, what is Jesus doing here? How is this response of ignoring her, showing any type of love. And then Jesus does have an exchange with her, and, 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 he, and in so doing, he implies that she's a dog. I mean, what's going on with this? Even though she seems to take advantage of it, takes this and she uses this to her advantage to, to press in, to say, no, you, you should help me. What is happening? What's going on? How should we be reading this? So that's what I want to unpack a little bit today. And so first of all, I think what is important is for us to understand that Jesus here, his ministry or his purpose of coming was for the Jewish nation. God had given a promise to the Jews that through the Jews, the Messiah would come. That's why it says, I have come for the lost sheep, the Israelites. That's my purpose. Jesus wasn't simply a traveling doctor 
who was going around healing all the sick, the lame, the deaf. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't that. He was and is the Messiah, who, who, as he said in Matthew chapter 5, I came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. What, what do you mean by that? What is that? Again, he, he is going over this. He is saying this to this woman in, in, in this way as he says, I came for the lost sheep, the Israelites. God was not doing away with a category of Israel. That's important for us to understand. Jesus did not come to do away with the category of Israel, but to fulfill the purpose of God's chosen people in the first place. And what was that? If God's new life was going to come to the world, it would come through Israel. Do you see that? So Jesus wasn't ignoring her because he didn't care. He was there to make sure that it was crystal clear that as we look at Scripture, and we see the prophecy of the Messiah that there would be no doubt that he's fulfilled prophecy that it, he was the Messiah. And that had to be that he had to focus on Israel. And it was God's promise that, that the Messiah would come to Israel first. That's why Paul says that, that the gospel first came to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles. That's what's happening here. That's what's happening. You know, life sometimes is not clear-cut, is it? I mean, even for Jesus, there's an interruption in his plan. It's like the present breaks through to the future. What do I mean by that? Well, well Jesus was on this side of Easter when he, when he had this encounter with the Canaanite woman. When he walked on the earth, he was on this side of Easter. But when you get to this side of Easter, to the resurrection of Jesus... It's a whole different story. It's new life to the world. But right now he's on this side of Easter. And he's got to get to this side before the gospel, the good news, goes to the world. So he doesn't ignore her because he doesn't care, but because it's not time for that ministry. Easter has not yet come. He wasn't racist. He wasn't allowing the culture divide to get in the way. In fact, I think he might have just continued to ignore her if it wasn't for the disciples who urged him to get rid of her. And I think it's here that he has to say, no, 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 the, the picture is broader. It is, my message is for the world, and I'll show you, because I will care for her. So he stops, he engages, and he heals. He even repeats this line that your faith, your faith is great, like he did with a satyrian, another Gentile soldier, who he says, your, great, your faith is great among this land. And he recognizes her faith is great. Why is that? Well, I think it's actually found in the exchange that he has with her. And so first she says to him, Son of David, do you see that? She goes, Lord, Lord. She cries out, Lord, Son of David. She had the understanding and the knowledge that, that he was this, 
this, this Messiah, this, this Savior. And then Jesus says to her, he says, what, should, should I take this message and, and just throw it to the dogs? I mean, this word dog that he uses is a word that would, that really, it was, it was used by the Jews to express that the Gentiles were inferior. And what does she do? She comes right back and she says, yeah, but even this, even this, even crumbs fall down. And the master, the master, so we got son of David, the master's dogs even get to partake in the meal. I think there's something in there that she, she gets, she understands that, that something is happening here. The, the almost but not yet. The, 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 this, is, this is what's happening, but there's more to come. And that's why when he says you have great faith, is that you are getting it. You are understanding that the Son of God has come for everyone. So that's a message that, 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 is, that is here. That, that's why when you, when you stop and you look and you, you fast forward to, to the end of Matthew, and Jesus is on a mountainside, and a mountainside represented Zion, Israel, or Jerusalem. Jerusalem is on the mountain, the mountain of Zion. And it was there that the people would come, the, the nations would flock for healing, for salvation. They would come to Jerusalem where God's presence was there. Now Jesus is on the mountainside in Matthew 28 and basically he is saying, I am Zion. And he says there, go into all the world. And it's here that we are now on this side of Easter. So how can we apply this? Well, I think I want to come back a little bit to the disciples because the disciples were saying, hey, get rid of her. Get rid of her. And Jesus says, no, that's not my message. So I think the challenge that I have as I read through this is I ask myself this question. My question is this. What barriers do I have in place that would stop me from giving the gospel message to somebody? Do I look at someone because of their race and I want to ignore them? I don't want to engage with them? Maybe it's the homeless. Maybe it's a gay person. Maybe it's a poor person. Maybe it is one of somebody with mental health. What barrier have I placed up that would interfere with me expressing the good news of Jesus? What barriers might you have? Don't take this and look at this that, that, that Jesus did not come to the, for the Gentiles. And then he wasn't looking at the Gentiles as lesser. He was just saying it's not time yet. It's not time. But we know that it is time now because of Easter. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Help us, help us to stop and to recognize, are we putting up anything that would get in the way of us expressing the good news of who you are? Forgive us, Lord, where we have biases, where we stand and we look at somebody and we look down on somebody. Lord, help us to look at them as you look at them and see them as one who you will care for. 
not to be cast aside. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you.